Okay, a little discombobulated. But we are here learning Bezrat Hashem, Daf, Tzadik Gimel, Masechus Ervin. We're going to start on Daf, Tzadik Bez, Amid Bez, nine lines up from the bottom where we had started yesterday, but we'll regroup. Today, hopefully, we'll get to the three topics on Tzadik Gimel. But first, we talked about the discussion that regarding the two Chatseros, the large and the small, and the different Nafkaminas, okay, that we had, um, by virtue of the fact that the larger chatzer is considered to have mechitzos, and the fact that the smaller chatzer is considered to be an annex of the larger chatzer. So from the perspective of the larger chatzer, the smaller one is the annex. From the perspective of the, lower, of the smaller chatzer, the larger one is partitioned off. We even had nafkaminas with regards to making a minion when you have a group in one and part of the group in the other. It was fascinating. Now, I'm going to take you back as Abaye does. You might recall Abaye was overhearing this conversation. So with the five different uh, implications and ramifications of having these two chaseros, Abaye harps on the first one. And so the first conversation we're going to have is about mechitzos. What was the case? So I'll just say the case, the first case outside again. In the first case, we said an unbelievable halacha. We said with regards to kila akarim, you know that you, when once you plant a vineyard, you're not allowed to plant um, the grains Right, you have to have a distance between the vineyard and the grains, at least Dalit Amos. But an unbelievable halacha, that because of the fact that when you have a large chatzar and a small chatzar, the small chatzar is considered like an entranceway, a foyer, if you will, to the large chatzar. So anywhere within that foyer would be considered part of an area where you cannot plant the grains. So let's say, for example, you planted in the larger chatzar, you planted a vineyard. Normally, if the whole thing was one chatzar, the two chatzars together were one large chatzar, you would only have to have a distance of Dalad Amos. But for whatever reason, and I got stuck, what would the reason be? Well, it's not for now. But amazingly, the entire smaller chatzar, again, if you planted in the smaller chatzar first, from the perspective of the smaller chatzar, the larger chatzar is actually partitioned off. So we said that you would be able to plant on the other side of into the in the large chatzar, if you plant it in the smaller chatzar first. But if you plant it in the larger chatzar first, then you not only have to distance Dalad Amos from the larger chatzar if you're going to plant grain, but you have to actually distance it. You can't plant it in the, in the smaller chatzar at all because the entirety of the smaller chatzar is considered to be a annex, if you will, a foyer to the larger chatzar. And nowhere in the foyer can you plant the grain? It has to be with a distance, right? Okay. Whew. Now, Abaya had a reaction to this. He said, wait a minute, this seems, this seems counterintuitive because after all, the fact that you have a mechitza now in the larger chatzar seems to be creating a greater isser in the small chatzar than you would have had without the mechitzos. Which is to say, right, if the two chatzaros were the same size, such that there's no protrusions and they're all flush, then you'd have to just have a distance of daladamos. But now, because you have these two mechitzos jutting in, all of a sudden you can't plant it all in the smaller chatzer. This means that the mechitzos, which generally cause us heter and make our life easier and enable us to carry, after all, mechitzos Shabbos are what we're erecting in order to enable us to carry. In this particular case, they have the opposite effect of not allowing us to carry. So Amar Lehu Abaye, reading it inside, he listened to the Talmud Chacham and Beis Medrash, and his reaction was as follows. If you're saying that, uh, this whole halacha of, right, the first of the five halachas that it's mentioned, of the kilei hakerem, then you're making a mechitza le'iser, she'ilmalei in mechitza, 
Because if you didn't have this mechitza, marchik arba amos vizoreya, you'd only have to, what? Distance dalad amos, and then you could plant your, your greens or your grains. Ve'ilu hashta asura, but now that the segments have been, uh, now that you have the segments of the mechitzas, then it's now usher in the entire small echatzer. And so since when, where do we ever see the mechitzas create isser as opposed to create convenience and, 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 and heter? So, reacted as follows. You never heard of a case where Mechitza caused an Isser? For example, how about our own Mishnah? Where you have Geronowitz's large Chatzar that's breached, so to speak, uh, open to Barry's smaller Chatzar. We say you can carry in Geronowitz's Chatzar, and you can't carry in berries because, why? We said that the Chatzar Katana is considered like the entrance of Geronowitz's Chatzar. So, so that case, right, we said that you can't carry there because it's as if the smaller Chatzar does not have an Eruv, so to speak, and, and the larger Chatzar is like actually roped off as if it has an Eruv, so therefore you can only carry one and not the other. Right? And, and if you had actually, um, evened out the gifufim, the gifufim are the protrusions. The gifufe are the protrusions that basically mark the difference between the smaller and the larger chatzer. So he says, if you erected mechitzos, is the havamina. The Gemara is first saying, Rabbi Zeir is saying, if you erected mechitzos where those protrusions are, such that you'd made it, make it flush. In other words, so that the entire, um, you see it in, right? You see how it looks over there in Rashi, where the entire small chatzer traverses the, the, that dimension of the small chatzer, those dotted lines end up being the dimension of the entire thing. So it's just like one rectangle instead of being shaped like a T. So now you put up those mechitzas. If you had done that, that's called hishva eskivufea, straightening out the gifufim and getting rid of them. And then now you have, both of them are completely flushed to each other. Then gedola nami asur. If you do that, then what do you have? You have garanoetz's chatzer and Barry's chatzer. And when you have Goranos' Chatzar and Barry's Chatzar and there's no protrusions, no Gifufim at all, they're just completely flush to each other, one rectangle. So we know already that both, without an Erev, both would be Asr to carry. Both would be Asr to carry because, right, there's a Chuyos of carrying in the respective Chatzars are mixed together and you cannot do that. Which is to say, so Rabbi Zera's point that he's trying to make is that by pu- putting up these walls that level off the Gifufim is actually making Geronowitz's chatzer, Usr as well. The larger chatzer is also going to be Usr. But the response that Abayah has in the Gemara is as follows. Amar Leh, so Abayah responds to Rebzeir, Hasam siluk mechitzosu. That's not erecting mechitzos, leveling off the gifufim. That's siluk mechitzos, right? So it's semantics, maybe you could say, right? In other words, by putting up those walls that level off the gifufim, so Rabbi Zeir is calling that erecting mechitzos and causing the larger chatzah to be aser. But Abaye's response is that no, that's siluk mechitzos. That's just getting rid of the other mechitzos that actually existed, right? And you can see why Abaye would say that because up until now we considered those gifufim to serve as mechitzos, right? And now we've gotten rid of them. So you've also gotten rid of mechitzos. So you can't call a situation where you're getting rid of mechitzos, um, you can't say that that's a case of putting up mechitzos, okay? 
That's Abayah's response. In other words, Abayah's point is anytime that you actually are putting up Mechitzos that weren't there before, it should be Leheter. So that's not a case of Heter. So we're going to have some similar cases like this as follows. And each time Abayah is going to say, that's Siluk Mechitzos. Let's see. Amalei Ravale Abayah. So Rebzeira had a shot, now Ravale is going to try to have a shot. Are there cases where Mechitzos are Asering? As follows. You never have a case where we have Mechitzos or The Itmar, as we arrive inside the Gimel Amad Aleph, you're putting up schach. What are you putting up schach? On an achsadra, like an outdoor corridor, a pavilion, if you will. What's, what, what are patsimim? They're like posts. Now, the posts are tefach wide at the corner. So think of it like this. If you have, let's say, a corridor. So a corridor only has two walls. So that's not enough for a sukkah. But if the, but if the corridor has corners, patsimim, right? So then the patsimim serve as additional walls. Those are like mechitzos. So now you have, right, so, so if you have posts at each side, that's enough. Now you're going to have essentially um, four walls halachically for the sukkah. You put tzachach on top of it, bada bing, bada boom, you're good to go. So if you do that, then kishera, then it's valid sukkah. The ilu hishva patsimea psula, but obviously if you what? Similarly to what you did before by the gefifim, if you, uh, if you actually put a wall up, concealing, you put up drywall, concealing these protrusions, these corner walls, then obviously all you have now is just a two-walled corridor, right, with walls on each side. It's like Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim over here, Kriyas uh, Yamsuf, you only have the two walls on either side. And you cannot put a sook on that, so that's going to be puzzle. And so what? So it seems, again, it's very similar to the other case, where you're putting up the drywall on either side, you're putting up the mechitzas, and creating an iser. Okay, so Amalei Abaye, right, Lididi Kishero. So first of all, Abaye says, in an unbelievable halacha, Rashi explains, why would this two, two-walled sukkah be kosher for him? So Rashi explains, because of pitikra yoyerid v'saisem. In other words, Abaye has an application here where, again, this corridor, this pavilion, also has these, like, slat roofs, and that roof... It obviously can't be a full roof because then you wouldn't be able to put tzchach on it. But those poles, those beams on top, he holds that it's like a pitik or yard v'soysem such that we imagine as if a curtain is draped down from them and therefore they serve as the fourth, third and fourth wall on either end of the pavilion. So Abaye would hold that you don't even need those, those um, patsimim on the side anyway. That's Abaye's shita. He's saying, set aside the fact that for me it would be kosher still anyway so you haven't answered anything. Lady Duch, even according to you, who doesn't hold Pitik or Yard Vasosim, and hold this is like a corridor, that's still, it's like the case we said before. This is not a case of, right, of erecting Mechitzos, Siluk Mechitzosi, right? By putting up this drywall and leveling off the area of the Patsimim, you haven't put up, I mean, granted, you put up what you call a Mechitza colloquially, but halachically, all you've done is get rid of the of the patsimim, which served as mechitzos, and therefore we can't call a case like that uh, putting up mechitzos. We call that siluk mechitzos, getting rid of mechitzos. Fine. Okay, so let's try again. So Reb Zeir tried, Rabba tried, now Rabba Barbarchan, Amar Le, Rabba Barbarchan Le, Baye. Now, obviously, this is right an account of all the people that were all the Tamid Chachamim were sitting and learning. So he says the following: Well, you are you you sure that you never use mechitzos iser v'hatanya? We have a brice. The brice says the following. You have a house, which is what? Half-roofed. Half-roofed. So, back to Zerayim, back to Kilayakarim. So, an interesting halacha. 
This goes back to the idea of pitikra yarid v'saisim. If you can imagine a house that has half a roof, right, in the chatzar, let's say. You see that in the art scroll on the image on the right. Half of the roof is covered. And if you imagine the edge of the roof going down like a curtain wall, now that mechitza serves as what? A mechitza for kilayim. Amazingly, if you really hold that that's a mechitza, then you'd be able to plant as you can with kilayim on either side of that curtain that's created by the edge of the half roof. Okay. So now, in this case means what? If you build the rest of the roof. Now, by completing the construction of the roof, you've now created just one rishus. You've lost your p'tikra mechitza, and now you don't have the mechitza to put kalayim. And so, it, when it says that this mechitza is asering, it's referring to the roof, which is also, the Mepharshim explained, is an unusual application of mechitza, right? Because it's really a horizontal mechitza, other, uh, otherwise known as a roof. But by erecting the rest and building the rest of the roof, you've now lost your petikvar mechitza, and therefore you have one area, and now you are more machmir. You have to you have to make right a much greater. Uh, now you now you can't plant within four amas of each other. In other words, the the heter came from the fact that when you have an actual mechitza, you can plant closer to the mechitza on either side of it. Now, in the absence of the mechitza, you have to have the four amos distance between them. Okay. So we have a case of a mechitza asering. So to that, Amarle, Abayi responds to this, Hasam siluk mechitza su. He says, there again, you're getting rid of a mechitza. You had a mechitza by virtue of P. Tikra Yarid. It was so same. And yeah, you built, you, you completed the roof, so you did some construction, but in doing that construction, you have actually dismantled the halachic imaginary mechitza, and any case where you're going to get rid of a mechitza, and that's going to be the reason why it's more aser, it's not going to be a good example of mechitza's asering, because actually that mechitza was very valuable for being matir, the planting, and now it's aser by virtue, not, we don't say that it's aser by virtue of finishing the ceiling, it's really aser by virtue of the removal of the imaginary mechitza that finishing the ceiling actually entailed. Okay. So now, uh, another fourth challenge. He sent the following question to Abaye through Shmaya Bazeira. Okay, so now we're getting we're getting a lifeline here. Um, another question. There are instances in the Kerem, we're back into our vineyard here, where you can be making a machmir. Ketzad, what are the cases as follows? Kerem hanatua ad iker mechitza. Zorea me iker mechitza ve'elach. If you plant up a kerem up until the very base of a mechitza, then you can plant grain on the other side of the mechitza, as we said before. Ve'elach. This is a kula, obviously, right? In other words, this is the kula we were mentioning before. When you have a mechitza, you don't have to have the four daladama space in between them. The daladama space in between them, because when you have a mechitza, you can actually plant on either side. Very good. Says the Gemara to continue. She, the Brisa says she ancient mechitza marchik arba amos v'zareya. In the absence of that mechitza, you have to have the dalad amos um, distance between them. V'zehu mechitza sakerem lahakel. So that's our example of where the mechitza sakerem are mekel. Lahachaber keitzad. Uh oh, this is going to be problematic for Abaye. It seems like we have a case where mechitza is going to be machmir as follows. Hayam mashuch min hakotel lo yavizera l'sham she'il malay en mechitza. Right? 
Yeah, but. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped. Thank you. Wow, Barry. Barry ball. on the ball. Unbelievable. You better than us. Yeah. All right. Well, we can live with that. Okay. So he goes like this. Okay. Let's start again. I'm not that guy. I'm not that who gets corrected and then just keeps going as if he hadn't heard it. Right? That's the Garano. It's a Mr. Moment. So we have to take criticism. So it's not really criticism. But I'm saying, don't be that Balkari who keeps reading as if he didn't hear you. Oh. <laughs> so what's the case of the, of the Chumrah? As follows. We'll see, where does Achadasri Ama come from? But what's the Kotel? Okay, let's get back to this. This is not the Kotel Hamara V. Goranowitz. This is, the, it's not the Kaisel, it's the Kotel. The Kotel is as follows. When you have, we're going to see. You might recall this, Gerano, it's from Daf Gimel and Daf Dalet and Masachas Erevin. We talked about the distance when you're making a kerem from the external wall of the kerem. Now, we said that when you have a stone wall, otherwise known as a kotel, so you don't want to plant within Dalet Amos of the stone wall because you're going to loosen the earth and the wall is going to topple. Oh. So we're going to see where we get to the 11 Amos that Barry pointed out. But the point is, and it's really, I don't, I, it seems like a straw man argument, but, it's, but basically the point is going to be, if you don't have a, a perimeter wall, so then of course you could keep planting. By virtue of the, having a perimeter wall, you have to obviously plant shy of that wall so you don't bring the wall down. I wouldn't necessarily call that mechitza le'isa, that you have to have a perimeter wall somewhere. But anyways, that's the case that he's going to bring. So again, if the vineyard is 11 amas away from the wall, you can't now put any, you can't plant there. Right? Because if there was no mechitza there, if you didn't have that perimeter wall, all you'd have to do is, right, you keep expanding your property. And if you want, and if you had a vineyard and you wanted to plant whatever greens, so then you just do the daladamos and then you plant. By virtue of the wall, now you, ha- now you can't plant any greens there because you need to have that space between the wall and the kerem. Okay. V'zoi mechitzas kerem lahachmir. Says the Brisa, that's where you have mechitzas lahachmir. So what are you going to do with that, Abayah? So, okay, so we say like this. Amar so Abayah is going to answer like this. V'litameich. So Abaye says, first of all, guys, if you're going to go with that, if you're going to go there, then you could have brought it from a Mishnah. You didn't have to bring it from a Brisa. The Mishnah says, it's non, Garano, so you want to guess where this Mishnah is? Uh, it's in Kilaim. This is, we mentioned this already, Daf Gimel, Daf Dalin, Masechus Erev in the very beginning. This is nostalgic. Remember, karachat is a bald spot. If you have a large space, a clearing inside the, in the vineyard. The question was, how big does that clearing have to be in order to enable you to plant greens or grains within the clearing? Okay? That was the machlokas then. Um, it was... Oh, that's a good, that's a, that, um, I'm sure, yeah, we have to, we have to, God willing, we'll be Zachar to finish Bavli and Yerushalmi. So anyway, this, this, oh, what, no, there's, we have Mishnayis Kalayim, yeah. No, I mean Gemara. Gemara, no, I, I don't, no, that's Mishnayis. So, Bichamim, Esim Ve'arba Amos, Ve'esil Amrim Sheshesri Amma. 
So remember, this was in a totally different context, really, there. We were talking about the size of the Amas, that sometimes, I don't know if you remember, sometimes you're Machmer and sometimes you Mekil, and we use the Kilaim as, as example. But anyways, so Basil Omrim Sheshasar Ama, okay, so that was the internal. That's called Karachat HaKerem. That's the internal. Okay, Machol HaKerem, what Machol is surrounding, right? Machol is like a dance. So the, the, the Machol HaKerem surrounding the vineyard, so Basil and Bishama had a machlokus about how much the uh, what the distance would have to be between the kila between the karem and where you're going to plant, both on the perimeter and on the in, internal of the of said karem. Actually, the Brisa now explains uh, the Mishnah actually in Kalim uh, explains a little more. It says the Mishnah What's meant by the karachas karem shecharav emtsuiso? Right, a karam where you basically you destroy destroy the middle, like a bald spot in the karam. If it's large enough, then you have enough distance from the karam surrounding it in order to plant. So ama If there's only up until ama, this is right, then you can't plant there. Hayusham ama, but if you do have ama, then you could have a working area. Nice and look at the Avadaso is bringing up some of the idea of why you have to have the Sheshasri Ama. So may as well discuss it now just to explain. Basically what's going on here is anytime, and as we said before, you have two principles going on here. Anytime you plant, you need to have Dalat Amos because that's the amount of space, workspace, what we call, to have like the plow go through it. So that Dalat Amos between the d- different types of grains is always going to be, right? You're going to have the Dalat Amos between the vineyard and the grain. That's Dalat Amos. Now, the, but the other aspect of it is that we have the Halacha. We have the Halacha of Kilaim, which tells you that if it's in the same domain, if, if you can't plant within the same domain, this brings it back to the thing that perplexed me and, and twisted my mind into a pretzel before, that if it's in the same dom- if it's considered the same Dalat Amos, then you're not allowed to plant within that Daladamos. So that applies in the Karim and this halacha as well in the Mishnah and Kilaim, which is to say, first you have the, the four ama buffer zone, we'll call it, right? But then the next zone can't just be a line, can't be two inches, right? It itself has to be its own domain in order to allow it to plant. And then that becomes the Machlokas Bechama Basil. If you look back at Gimel and Dal, Dalit, like, do you need to have a domain extending from each side, right, of the bald spot, we'll call it? And so each side would have to have its own domain, or just one domain in the middle is enough, right? In other words, really over there, Basil says you need four amos from the right, four amos from the left, that's eight amos, and then the additional four amos on either side, that's 16 amos, right? The additional four amos on either side for the working area. That's how Bechamai arrived at 16 Amos. Uh, the Beis Hillel, rather, arrived at 16 Amos, and that's how we hold over there. And Beit Shammai added another four Amos in the middle, like a buffer zone on top of the buffer zone. That was the Machlokas over there. Uh, be that as it may, that is the amount of Amma that you have for the Karachat. So again, we'll just read it inside again in the Mishnah. This is with the sheet of Beis Hillel. Lo yavizera l'sham, as we just explained. Hayu sham sheshes rama. Nosim lo kedei avodas v'zereas ha'maisar. Ezohi mechol ha'kerem. What's the case where it's the perimeter of the kerem? Bein ha'kerem la gader. 
So that's already not internal. That's going to be a smaller area because you don't have to account for the carom on the other side, right? Anytime you have it internally, you have the carom coming at you from both sides. Here, it's just the perimeter, the out external. So, so there it's going to be right? The four amos outside of the carom, the four amos, right, away from the wall, right? And then the four amos in the middle where it's going to be the Zera's own domain, where it's going to be the actual domain, uh, it's going to have to be considered a domain in order to be able to put in, let's say, the greens or the grains. So, if you can't plant in that area. If you had actual 12 ama, so then, of course, you give it the four ama requisite that you need in order for space to work, as it were, and then you can plant in the rest of that area. So that was explained on Gimel Dalad, and now we just hazard it again. Same exact idea of the, the thing. So what, what, is this, what does all this have to do with anything? So that's the Mishnah that Abaye said, right, that could also teach you that what? That because of the fact that you have the Mechitza on the outside, that limits you. And if you did not have the external perimeter Mechitza, then you, all you need to do is put Dalad Amos, not 12 Amos, but you just have to have a Daladamo space and then keep planting beyond it. So Abaye therefore concludes as follows. The reason there, right, that you need, that the wall needs a greater space is not because you put up the Mechitza. Again, it's not really the Mechitza that answered it. It's because of this idea that when you're working a Kerem, you need Daladamos. And the Gabi Gader, Kevin Delo, the reason why you need four amas next to a fence, right, is because, because, because you what? Because the owner is not going to plant there. Why? The veini veini. Ika arba chashivan ve'ilo lo chashivan. Right? And because the area in between, if you have at least four amas there, that's considered uh, like we said, a domain. And if not, it's not considered a domain. So what is Abai explaining? Abai is explaining what we just explained. That everything in this cheshben of how far away you have to, have to be from the wall has a reason, right? You don't want to be within four amos of the wall because you don't want to, the wall to fall down. You need to have four amos around the working area because you need to have space to work. You need to have four amos for each domain because you need to have a do- because it needs to be its own right domain, it needs to be its own rishus. All of these things have nothing to do with the mechitza per se, assering it. It's not like, ooh, I have a mechitza. Now that spreads, now that gives me an iser of 12 amos or an iser of 16 amos, according to Beisham or Beisilo. It's not the mechitza per se. It's just, these are the halachos of planting a karam. And when you have a mechitza, so, so it applies differently. But that's really more of a lumdas, Rabbi is saying. Rabbi is saying the actual considerations come, are coming from the principles that we just put forth of how we plant. But those principles aren't really subject to the, they're not all coming from the presence of the mechitza itself. They're just coming from the principles of working the land. You don't want the mechitza to fall down and you want to have their own domain and you want to have a place to work. That's not really, what we mean when we say a mechitza asering, t- classically, right? This is not the mechitza that's asering, it's the circumstances in, as a whole. That's topic number one. Nine lines up from the bottom, at 6, 11 a.m., we have a new topic on Tzadigim al as follows. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Shlosha karpifos zeh 
And amazing, Allah, this topic is being brought up because of the topic we said before of the larger chatzar and the smaller chatzar abutting each other. Rabbi Yudha says, let's say you have three karfifos, right? And they're side by side, in a row. Ushnaim achitsoinim megufafim. There they are, the gefifim again. So let's say megufafim means that the two on the outside are larger. Okay, two on the outside are larger. Look at the bottom of, right, Rashi here, inside Gimel Amad Aleph, and you see the two, right, you see the two illustrations there? The Karpov and Karpov, Karpov over there? So the top one is the one where is case one, and the bottom one is case two. You see it? Okay. So, so Vayimtsoi Eni Megufaf. Vayimtsoi Eni Megufaf is, this is the top illustration, where the Karpov is narrow. Okay, Vayochid Bazeh, Vayochid Bazeh. Okay, so what's going on here? As follows. Right? We already said in the Gemara and Tazayin of Bez, right, that if you have uh, that, again, a Karpov, what's the case of the Karpov? A Karpov is allowed to be two base saw in size. Karpov could be two base saw in size. So if you have one person, or if you have only Goranowitz and Barry, they're in a Karpov, it can't be more than two base saw. However, we said over there that if I join the party, and now we're now we have three of us, once we have three, we're considered a crew. A caravan, a shayaro, if you will. And once we're considered a crew, we are actually allowed to have as much space as we need. More than two base saw. So the question is now, you have three carpuffs, right? And so if they were all contiguous with each other and we all lived one in each carpuff, then it would be considered as if they're all mixed together and it would be considered as if three of us live in the same area. And therefore, we'd be able to make the carpuff as large as we wanted. However, if you shaped it like the top uh, image over here, where you have mechitzos, so now are we all in the same carpuff? Not really. The mechitzos had created a barrier between us, and that's going to perhaps limit us to how much. We might only be able to make each carpuff only two base saw lo- large, and no larger. As follows. As, so let's see back, back inside. So yochad bezev, yochad bezev means you have one human, one individual in each carpuff. So since all, right, all of them are viewed as being in the same Karpov, when they're all, right, when they're all together, so then you can actually make it large. What's going on here? As follows, as follows. If you look at the two images in Rashi, so imagine the top image, both Karpovs have the smaller Karpov in the middle, right? You have the two large Karpovs, looks like a dumbbell, right? The two large Karpovs with smaller Karpovs in the middle. That means that both Karpovs are pointing inwards, which means that they're all joined in that center Karpov that makes them all one unified whole, as opposed to the one on the bottom that looks like a Chevrolet sign, right? So th- yeah, so there, both the middle Karpov, it's, you have the two Karpovs on the, on, on the sides, so you have the middle Karpov pointing out, Right? Because again, anytime you have a small chatzer, it's like an annex of the large chatzer. So if the small chatzer is, is actually subservient, subsumed in the large chatzer, so in the top image, the two larger chatzers are pointing in, and in the bottom of the image, the two, the one larger carpet in the middle is pointing out. That, so the top one is like a politician that unites, and the bottom one is a politician that divides. Wow. Politics. Politics, politics. No, no, no. We don't know. We don't know. This is just a joke. Okay. So he goes like this. So anyways. Hey, that's good muscle, you know? Yeah, you should unite and not divide. Because look, if you unite, if you unite as you do in the top one, then you could all have as much space as you need. If you unite, there's enough space in the world for everyone. However, vada imtsoyim gufaf. Why? Because as, as, the, as the Gemara continues to explain, because certainly this, this um, middle one, the imtsoyim, 
right, is megufaf. But the two outer karpafs are not fenced off. So, if you're going to say, in the case of the Vadayim Tsoi, Megufaf, and, and the Shnai Machitsonim, and Megufafim, right, which is the bottom case, so then you're dividing them, and then nobody can get more than two Beisah, the total will be a six Beisah. That's the diagram. Fine. So now we're on the last word on the sixth line from the, bo- from the bottom. Iboilu. Echad Bezev, Echad Bezev, Shnaim Beim Tsoi, Now we have a different, uh, in- interesting cases. Let's say you had uh, two in the middle one, and one on either side. Of, uh, of that. Certainly, if the two in the middle had gone to either side, so then you'd have three. Once you have three, you have a shayara and you could have as much as, uh, space as you need. That's one possibility. Or maybe you're going to say you take the two in the middle and you split them up, in which case you won't have enough. Again, anytime you split up, you don't have enough. So, or, if you're going to say you're going to split them up one and one, well, then what would be the case, right? What would you say is the case where you have two on the external one on the, and, and, and then one in the middle? Do they join or not? So we could say, maybe we could say in that case, certainly it's going to be as if it's a shayara. But since, right, we, we don't know whether we have three in one or the other, then, it's, then we're not really sure which one's going to be the one that's going to be mutter. Maybe you could say that the middle person could exit to either way. And since we don't know which way he's going to go, it's not, then, then you can't view either Karpov as having a Shayara. So the Gemara concludes with all of this, then all of this, we're, we actually finish off Lakula, and that you can, in all of these cases where you are, right, Mesupak, where you're not sure, we can actually hold that it's as if you have a Shayara, and these three guys, Goranowitz, Lavi, and Barry, and Nussbaum, are all going to be considered to be a Shayara, and you could use and build the Karpaf as big as you like. Fine. Topic number three. Here we go. Amar of Chista. This is, you're going to see, the reason this topic is brought up is because it's similar to what we mentioned in the Mishnah. Amar of Chista, what's the case? As we turn to Tzadik Gimel and Beis, Gidud Chamisha Mechitza Chamisha Ein Mitztarfim. Oh, an unbelievable case. If you have, what would you say if you have an elevation between two Chatzeros, let's say, right? Chatzer B is elevated five Amos from Chatzer, five Tfachim rather, from, from Chatzer a, but it also has a five tefach wall. Okay, that's called gidud, right? That's a gader, like right. Umechitza, I'm sorry, gidud is the elevation. Umechitza is the is the mechitza. Okay, so you have five and five uh, for a total of ten, but it's not all it's not all mechitza or all elevation. So amazingly, Rav Chista says that doesn't work. Look at the statement of Rav Chista here. Aim starfin it has, we already learned so many times, ten tfachim high, wow, well, t- 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 ten tfachim difference in elevation, that's a mechitza. Or a ten tefach wall, that's a mechitza. Says Rav Chista, yeah, but it's either or. It can't be a combo plan. You can't have some elevation and some mechitza. It has to be either all elevation or all mechitza. So the, the, we're going to challenge Rav Chista here. Meisvei. Wait a minute, we have a brace that says, If you have two adjacent chatzers, and the top one is ten tefachim high, higher, elevated above the 
Bottom one, oh, sheesh, but gidu chamisha umechitza chamisha. Well, there it is explicitly. The Brisa says, if it's half and half, five tefachim of elevation, five tefachim mechitza, me'arvin shnayim ve'in me'arvin echad. So we see in the case over there that even when it's half elevation and half mechitza, we only allow you to make two Arabs. In other words, we, we do not allow you to join the two because we obviously clearly hold that the combination of the elevation and the wall creates a real true tent tefachim mechitza. And certainly if you have less than this, either in elevation or in wall, then you're only going to be allowed to make one Arab, you're not going to be allowed to be make two. But be that as it may, it clearly see, seems to be against Rav Chista. So the Gemara answers, Amar Rava, Noide Rav Chista betachtoina. Right, Amar Rav, and then they change the Girsa. But be that as it may, the bottom line is that they're saying, from the perspective of Rav Chista, Rav Chista is looking at it from the perspective of the lower chatzer. Here we're going to give the lower chatzer to Barry. Barry's in the lower chatzer. He looks up. He sees five tefachim of elevation of Goranowitz's chatzer. Uh, and then he sees five tefachim of wall. So when he looks up, all he sees is ten tefachim. Right? Hoyl v'ro'e p'nei asara, says the Gemara. Right? Since he sees ten tefachim, so from his perspective, it's considered one mechitza. So the Gemara says, Well, i hachi tachtoyne ta'arev shnaim v'lo ta'arev echad. So if what your point is, is that it's a matter of perspective, so maybe the Tachtona should be able to make the Eruv and not the Elyonas, as Rashi says. Right? So, so whoever's in the upper Chatzar, right, is going to be Asur to carry in because the Tachtona is going, as Rashi says, Wow. So now everything's going to be usser and it's not going to work because, okay, you said that the lower one works because for them it's a ten, it's a ten machitza. But from the perspective of the hot, of the upper one, it's open essentially. It is not enough of machitza. It's open to the lower one. And we already said that when they're open to each other, one usser is the other. So we have three minutes. The Gemara says, I'm a rabbi barula, amos. We have an unusual case. The case is what? Where? You actually have somewhat of a, somewhat of a, of a wall, somewhat of a partition on the top one also. Megufefes eser amos, internally with a pesach. For that, right, you look at diagram D over here in the art scroll, and you see that there's enough of a, of a wall to consider the Ilyona partitioned off, but also enough of an opening that you can make a, right, at least, a, a, that you can make a, uh, air between them, as we discussed, right? We already talked about it many times. Some cases you can make one error for both. Some cases you need to make one uh, separate Eruvim. In some cases, we have a Pesach, you have a choice. The Gemara asks, okay, so if you're going to say that there's a Gader there, that there's a wall, so Ihachi, Ema Seifa, so Pachos Mikan, Me'arvin Echad, Ve'ein Me'arvin Shnaim. Right? So then if you're going to say there's a big, big old opening, so then the Seifa, which says that if it's lower than this, then you can only make one Eruv. Right, so then we're going to say, e by a chad to arev, e by a tray to arev. But according to Rabbi Bar Ula, you have a choice of making, of, right, according to Ula, the configuration is such that you have a big enough opening to decide that you can make one arev, but you also have a smaller enough opening to make two arev, and if you wanted to. Well, that's, that doesn't work because the seifa of that brysa made it seem that if the wall was any lower, then you have only one option, which is to make one Arab. So how does that fit in with what he said? So So we see, you look down at diagram F, and you look at that figure, and you see that from the perspective of the upper one, 
it actually has that wall and it can be considered like as if it has a wall. However, the actual entire opening of the lower one is completely breach. So that's, that's why right, the lower chatzar can't make its own Erev. Okay. Now, So if that's the case, so we're going back to the other issue, right? That the bottom one can only make one Erev. No, and how could it have a choice of making the second Erev? Um, it can't. However, So again, if you look at diagram F, you see, from the perspective of the larger, higher chatzar, you have a choice, because you have an opening and you have a mechitza. So you can make one Erev, or you can make two Erevim. From the perspective of the lower one, you're completely breached, you would only be able to make one Erev. So, says the Gemara, and with this we'll finish, the Gemara answers, That's true. That's true. That the Gemara was actually referring to the bottom one. It says that the bottom one can only make one error, but it can't make two. But the top one would have had that choice. We'll continue here tomorrow. Where we're Darish or Meyermar, which is like in the middle of Daftari Gimel on the days. Back to you.